This Being Boss episode is brought to you by 2020, where creative minds get authentic real-world stock photos. Are you tired of coming across stock photos that misrepresent women's identity and truly lack in diversity when looking for new content for your creative projects? 2020 lets you buy millions of authentic real-world photos proven to increase the brand image of your business. And they have a very notorious Real Women photo collection. Today, they're offering listeners of Being Boss a five-photo-free trial. To start yours right now, go to 2020.com slash beingboss. That's the word 20, then 20.com slash beingboss to get five free photos. Okay, bosses, we're pretty hustle-focused over here. Not an unhealthy amount, but you know, we're always talking about doing the work. But sometimes the work looks like sitting on your couch all day, in your pajamas, binge-watching an entire show on Netflix, and that's actually good for your business sometimes. So, Emily and Kathleen, how is that possible? (laughs) Well, it's possible because otherwise you're going to crash and burn. So, (laughs) the idea of a mandatory lazy day actually came while we were doing our massive road trip in Goes West a couple of years ago. We took 40 days, packed up the car, hit the road, and camped pretty much all along the way. And when you're driving that much and setting up a tent that much and cooking and just literally in some very real ways just generally trying to survive, you find yourself tired, really, really tired. And there was a couple of times along the trip where we needed to have a mandatory lazy day, a day that we were not going to set up or take down camp. We were not going to drive. We were not going to do anything other than sit in the tent or lay in the hammock and do the actual camping that we were hoping we were going to be doing along the entire way. So these mandatory lazy days were really important for helping us just sort of stop and enjoy the moment so we could hit the road again. And whenever we got back from our trip, it was something that became a part of our ongoing work-life relationship where that trip taught us how to hustle in a whole new way. And we came back and continued to grow things. It's when being boss started really taking off. I mean, we really did some amazing work things after that as well. But because we are so able to show up and hustle on the level that we are, sometimes we need to have a hard stop. And that for us are these mandatory lazy days where we're not going Going to do anything. We're not going to allow anything to touch that day whatsoever. We're going to veg out. Yeah, it's kind of like the idea of, you know, just making one sacred day a week. And I know that a lot of religions even practice this where you're not even engaging in technology and turning off your phone. And so for me, I kind of struggle with having a lazy day. And I don't know if it's because like I have more lazy days in general than you, Emily. Like I feel like even at your house, you're kind of go, go, go. Whereas for me on the weekends, I'm pretty chill and I'm happy to go out and do like one thing per day on the weekend. That's fun or adventurous or whatever that might look like. Um, But I definitely love engaging in some Netflix binging. And I guess maybe just even since having a kid, it's harder to have a lazy day. It can be more difficult at that point. And I just, let let me do some clarification then, because I definitely have tons of days. My Saturdays and Sundays are usually pretty chill where, you know, maybe I will go grocery shopping. Maybe I will, you know, 
do little things here and there, cook a meal, take a walk, whatever it may be. But there are times in your life, and I think specifically around the holidays, this happens for me, where every weekend is filled with, you know, traveling to see family or another holiday party or whatever, and you don't have the ability to really stop at all for a couple of weeks. This is always when I find myself needing a mandatory lazy day, where I am really just hustling a little harder than I usually do. And that's whenever I find myself needing a hard stop. I probably probably do a mandatory lazy day once every three months. Like this is not something that I'm doing terribly often, if even once every three months. So maybe like two to four of these a year where I will pick a Saturday or Sunday because those tend to be the easiest days. I'll block it off on my calendar and I won't do anything anything at all. So there are a couple of rules that I have for my personal mandatory lazy days. I'm not changing clothes. So I'm going to be in my PJs all day long. You can't see me. You're not even really going to talk to me. Nothing. Like Mm -hmm. I am not going to do anything to prepare myself for society at all. (laughs) So I'm going to stay in my PJs and I'm not going to leave the house. This is also a really important one for me. Unless it's for, oh, I'll go walk the dog. I will do that. But I'm not going to go grocery shopping. And I'm not going to like take the kid to Target or any of those things. Like this is sincere laziness. Um, And I'm not going to cook a meal. So we cook a lot in our house. So quite often a Saturday or Sunday, a leisurely Saturday or Sunday to me often looks like, you know, cooking, honestly, where like I'm going to spend the day making a really great dinner sort of slowly and I'll enjoy the process along the way. But on my mandatory lazy day, I'm not cooking because there also won't be any cleaning that happens on that day either. So I'll make sure the day before that I have everything pre-prepared so that I can really just chill out all day long. And I find this really hard to do sometimes. I always know I need it. There's always comes a point where I'm like, David, I have to have a mandatory lazy day soon. He's usually right on board with me. But usually by five o'clock every day, we're looking at each other going, what's next? Like, what do you want to do next? And that consistent need to find the next thing to do is the thing that I sometimes need to stop and halt myself from doing. And that's where the mandatory lazy days come in. Okay, I love this part of it. Like some of the things I'm really hearing you highlight is one, communicating that it is a lazy day and blocking it off on your schedule. So one, I've even had people like text me saying, hey, it's Sunday. Let's have brunch. I'm like, nope. I I would usually love to do brunch, but it's a mandatory lazy day. Yeah. And I bet on a mandatory lazy day, you're actually not even replying. Nope. Like your phone is (laughs) off. Right. I'll reply 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 at all. Right. (laughs) Monday morning, you say, oh, I was having a lazy day yesterday. So one is communicating it to your friends and family, but probably the people that you live with the most is just saying, hey. And then two, what that means is that they can't even ask you, what are we doing? What's next? It's really setting the expectation for dinner. Right. It is setting the expectation (laughs) for nothing. I love it. Yeah, for sure. And again, these don't happen very often. I'm not having mandatory lazy day every weekend or every month. I mean, like literally quarterly or every six months. And it always comes after a time of, you know, lots of intense work and life hustle where, you know, we're launching things, but also I have family engagements that are keeping me busy on the weekends or whatever it may be. It always comes at times when life is just a little harder or a little like more high speed than it generally is. And 
it always slows down after I take that break. It's like you have to pause the momentum or it's going to take you to places that you don't want to be. Yeah, it's kind of like a good hard reset. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So if you guys want to hear more about the mandatory lazy days, you can find more on 96 and 97 or on page 96 and 97 of the Being Boss book, where we lay out the rules pretty hardcore, though you just got a general overview. You can find the book at beingboss.club slash book. And you should host your own mandatory lazy day for yourself and potentially for your family as well. Kids have a hard time. Husbands love it until it comes time for food. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> you know, I will say um, my one of my favorite friends, Liz, she had a mandatory lazy day recently. She didn't call it that. But I think that whenever you have little, little kids, you have to divide and conquer your lazy days. So hers was booking herself a hotel room for 24 hours and getting away from her husband and kiddo to have her own lazy day where she was able to order room service sleep in a bed all by herself. And so if you do have kiddos, like especially really young kiddos who can't participate in the lazy day with you, then I would recommend dividing and conquering if that is available to you. Yeah, for sure. And if you have older kids, like letting them join in a Netflix binge, like they'll probably love it. Though we do often allow Lily just to go play with friends because at some point she's itching to do something and I can't. I'm having too much of a lazy day to even like argue about why it is that she needs a lazy day. Well, yeah. And then what if she's asking you questions on your lazy day? I mean, I'll talk. (laughs) No, but I'm talking like mom can like I'm talking whining. What if she starts whining at you on a lazy day? Then it usually gets a hand. (laughs) She's like, hey. I'm having a lazy day. Like, you're making my brain work too much right now. And that that definitely is a thing sometimes. And she gets it, though. We've done this often enough that she knows she's going to have to, like, get all of her questions out the day before as well as make sure she has snacks readily available because uh, mandatory lazy day is coming. I love and that lazy day prep. We're going <laughs> to prep for lazy day on Saturday and on we Sunday. We're we going to lay around. We do. And it's so important. It's something that, again, we don't do it very often, but we do enjoy doing it. And it is, it's such a part, it's become such a part of our processes. And it's one of those funny little things that came out of doing that really awesome road trip that we didn't anticipate, but it's completely added to our ability to hustle. This mini-sode was brought to you by 2020. Check them out at 2020.com slash being boss. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 20 as in the number dot com slash being boss. Did you like this mini-sode? Be sure to check us out on our website at beingboss.club. There you can find more from Being Boss, including our full episodes, mini-sodes, and blog posts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list so that you can get access to behind the scenes and exclusive content from Kathleen and myself to help you be more boss in your work and life. Do the work, be boss.